Toby, it's time for a, another queer and teen isolation <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Look, Adam, everyone's doing it. Why can't we? I just went gay all of a sudden. To me. Now, Toby, yes. uh, I know this is the Boofcast and we call it Talking Poofy, um, but I don't like other people using the word. <laughs> it's like, don't you? It's like Kanye you, and, you know, his... The rhyme in mm-hmm. Gold Digger. I'm fine mm-hmm. for Kanye to use it, but I don't think I would be okay saying it. Yes. So yes. the other day, uh, my dear fiance has become obsessed with the finance news. Okay. And it's it's quite tumultuous at the moment. You know, things are going up and down in ways no one actually understands because of the COVID, yes. of the Corona, yes. the Rona, mate. Um, so he was watching Alan Kohler on the ABC. Yes, uh, doing his report, and Alan I love Alan Kohler because he, he like he always treats it like it's a big game. Oh, but have you seen him lately? Like he's clearly shooting it at home clearly. on a very inefficient green screen, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his yeah. flyaway hairs are not coping. Um, anyway, the other day he said some particular stock or another had gone down by a poofteenth. So, A, I had to try and explain to Gary what a poofteenth was and telling him it was, oh, you know, like a bee's dick was not helping. (laughs) (laughs) But also, is it okay for Alan Kohler to say poofteenth? I haven't heard that term before. And um, I'm reeling from the revelation that is... Have you not heard Poofteenth? It's a thing. It's like, you know, it's not quite there or the other. I I haven't heard that, but but when I hear you use that term, I think to myself, I have definitely been in a car with Poofteen people. (laughs) 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 See, the reality is a Poofteenth would be more than you thought it was because we're always over Yeah, a, a poof teeth looks like heaps, but when you actually measure it, it's really not that. It's not that much. It's, it's really not that much. So, yeah, a poof teeth. two thirds of a poof teeth is actually a girl teeth, so it's kind of. <laughs> a, t- a teenage girl teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four lady shares equals one poof teeth. Um, is it's, it okay for Alan Kohler to say poof teeth? Like, I'm, I'm presuming he's not on the committee. No. I, he's I, got kids, doesn't he? I, I don't think he would be reporting on David Jones' stocks going down <laughs> if he was. <laughs> David Jones' stocks went down again. Oh, just, <laughs> like Jeremy, just like Jeremy and menswear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if, if he was on the team, he'd be saying David Jones' stocks dropped again today. Maybe if they change their marbled tabletops in the cosmetic <laughs> 
Oh, um, they've closed all the targets about time. And I say, have you seen those hideous jeans? Well, I, I mean, I, I guess it depends, doesn't it? Like, like does, like, is the etymology of poofteenth, like, does it come from, like, is it just the, the syllable or is it, poof? Or, or is it like, yeah, is it like poof? Like something that's yeah. disappeared. Yeah. I don't know. It's maybe it's the t. Like it's adding the t after poof that makes you go, it's too close to poof da. Look, th- these things require careful consideration and there's no hard and fast rules. And I think you often come up against it when you're considering, or I find I often come up against it when you're considering issues of like cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. You know, like, is it okay to wear a, I don't know, what's a stupid example, a sombrero to a party? You know. Oh, they give you one of those at the Mexican restaurant, and you probably shouldn't. Oh, well, if a Mexican restaurant does it, it's probably fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, all, all the great intellectual thinkers, Jermaine Greer, Roland Barthes, <laughs> they've all founded chains of Mexican restaurants. <laughs> How fondly do we all remember going to Greer's House of Tacos? <laughs> oh, Jermaine Greer's fish tacos are legendary. <laughs> I, I think you have to think about, like, who is winning in that transaction? Is mm. Alan Kohler getting anything from saying the word poof? If mm. he's not, then it's not really um, oppressive, if that makes yes. sense, if that calculation makes sense. If someone says, oh, um, if Alan Jones goes on air, God rest his soul, goes on air. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't die, he just was... Asked to quit. <laughs> Do you know what Peter said when the news was announced that that, mm. um, that he was quitting? Mm. He goes, mm, "Obviously, the studio was a bit too dusty." For oh him my god, that's my favourite audio of all time. <laughs> and dust, dust, and dust. John Laws doesn't have to put up with his dust. Dust. <laughs> Been propping up this station for years, and there's so much dust. dust. So if Alan Jones goes on, goes on air. And calls the the prime minister a stupid little poof, right? Then, yes. Then that is um, clear, or, or acti- acting like you know some poof, like that is. Uh, uh, maybe if Ray Hadley did it, it'd be more offensive. But Alan Jones, you know, has given gobbies to people at toilet blocks before. <laughs> Indeed, that would be the pot calling the kettle a little poof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a, a toilet trading. F- Freak. <laughs> that would be a rare occasion of self-awareness on Alan yeah. Jones's part. Oh my god, my favourite, as a weird aside, my favourite Alan Jones audio uh, that it takes too long to, to listen to. But it's just one of those moments where you go, Alan, Alan, remember your audience. <laughs> it's a 10 minute rant against Qantas during the, <laughs> uh, the London Olympics. Uh, about them charging him extra baggage and because he had to take 14 different suitcases on his first-class flight. And and it's just like, mate, you, you're talking about flying first-class and you're whinging about paying extra baggage. Who, who is this for? <laughs> Can you imagine... Can you imagine what Alan Jones's Facebook feed is going to be like when he doesn't oh. have the outlet of being on air? Can you imagine? Like, you want to talk oh. about poof deans? I reckon Alan Jones's Facebook page is going to rate like ninety nine on the Karen scale. 
on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) He's just going to be glued to his phone complaining about every fucking retail bitch who doesn't suck his dick because he orders a coffee. You know he lives opposite the Sydney Opera House and has complained a number of times about the outdoor concerts. (laughs) Yes. 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 I I am aware of this amazing phenomenon. (laughs) I can't believe it's like, you moved next to the Opera House. Like... Like, the audacity of Alan Jones in those moments is, like, he really reveals himself to be Schrodinger's asshole. (laughs) He is, is like, gaslighting the entire country. Because when when I hear those things, like, I have a moment. Like, I recover. But I do have a genuine moment of thinking, fuck, maybe they did build the opera house after he moved in. No. (laughs) Shit. Maybe Alan Jones was living in the toaster... Like when the first fleet arrived and like Arthur <laughs> Philip got off the boat and and the Eora and Gadigal people were like, you know, throwing spears at the English colonists and Alan Jones is up there on the fourth floor just going, yes, tell him to fuck off. <laughs> ben Long. Ben Long, I've told you, I've told you three times <laughs> this week, you cannot... You cannot be throwing a spear at that lovely white gentleman as he comes over the, the ridge. No, I hope that Benelong thrusts a sock down the throat of Captain Arthur Philip when he sees the right on What? What I say? What I say? There's a reference to Benelong wearing socks. Why? Why am I the bad guy all of a sudden? Oh, man. Fucking toxic shits me. I hope he... Ends up doing breakfast radio on like the fucking mudgy community radio station. <laughs> um, speaking of Alan Jones, uh, I have heard that there is a, there is a replacement being eyed for the mm. the breakfast slot at Two GB in Sydney. Um, is it you? Have you got it? Have no, got I haven't got it. Uh, we do have him here though. Uh, please welcome uh, Grunty McFuckring. Eat shit, ass bandits. <laughs> I know you cocksucking fatheads thought you'd see the last of me when this pandemic hit, but I'm still here. <laughs> Since every other gin pit with a tip jar in the country has gone under, I know you thought that my beloved Northside bar, Rongans, would go the same way. Oh, and no. the perpetual worldwide complimentary sponsorship deal, this sorry excuse for oral COVID of a podcast, has with my business would be void. <laughs> no such Irish fucking luck, fungus flaps. <laughs> It's true. When they shut bars and pubs down in this country, it did significantly affect my turnover and my attempts to get Rollins listed as an essential service on the basis that the bathtub hooch we serve from behind our bar was more disinfectant than liquor went unheeded. <laughs> Fortunately, I was able to pivot promptly to manufacturing woefully clinically inadequate face masks Made out of a few pallets of discount Southeast Asian toilet paper, I had pushed a few nonnas under a trolley for at Costco <laughs> during the early panic buying phase of the current emergency. Oh, I miss those days of selfish looting. <laughs> so I've kept the boat afloat by essentially flogging false hope to desperate fuckheads. Holy shit, I could be a fitness model on Instagram. <laughs> or as I like to call them, whores. <laughs> 
Seriously, are you telling me you paid for that business class plane seat by teaching fat women how to do push-ups in Centennial Park? Cut the crap, Zach. <laughs> you suck cock for money. And not even money. You suck cock for free samples. Good on you, son. Work with what you've got, which is a Gmail account with a fucking number in the address and no scruples. Fucking snap! <laughs> so there you go. In these unprecedented times... I'm as rich as I always was and making special time to keep up my diet with lots of basil, coriander, thyme. What? Don't you wipe your ass with the newspaper, mate. You've got to keep up your herb immunity. Cayenne <laughs> pepper, star anus. It's herd immunity, Grunty. Herd. Oh, yeah, I heard all about what you're immune to. Good jokes and good fashion. Uh, Paparica, Origiania. It's herd, herd immunity, Grunty. Eating herbs has no effect on your susceptibility to COVID-19. I don't even know where you would have got that idea from. Wait, but, but without any immunity in the community... The bug has the opportunity to spread with impunity. <laughs> oh, my God. I should never have opened that email. That, that uh-huh. is why I prefer to keep all my regular communications via now obsolete mid-90s appliances. You mean you picked up this conspiracy theory because you read an email? Because you listened to... An, an anti-faxer. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like an idiot. Now, Toby, you know we used to have many, many segments in this podcast. Um, One of them, uh, which we haven't done in a very long time, is would you? The answer to which is always, always yes. Would you was very revealing. Yes, I always thought so. So uh, one of my favourites was would you, Barry Cassidy. Um, (laughs) You said... You said, Did we say yes? You or said no? you said yes at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> As he asked you exactly how things worked between you and your partner. <laughs> and you said, Well, I can show you, Barry. And so you did. Actually, do you know what? Now uh, that you sketch that out, yes, I still would. Yeah. I definitely still would. As as Barry leans in close, you know, as if he's like really interrogating, you know, Simon Birmingham. So, so which one of you two is the man? Yeah, I would. Fucking would. <laughs> totally would. Um, so my would ya, mm. which I'm going to propose to you, Toby. Yes, is the other Jonases. Oh, so- the other Jonases. <laughs> Because Nick is a given, obviously. Obviously. And, you know, any any of Delta's sloppy seconds, you know, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would go do Nick Jonas and, and stinky Brian McFadden in a heartbeat. Lord, did he smell. <laughs> he smelled? What's that story? Oh, yeah. Oh, just because he, he would always come and do breakfast radio, like, after being at the casino all night. Like, oh. He'd be fagging on and drunk and, you know, he smelled like, well, he smelled like talking poofy on a Monday morning. <laughs> And I don't wish that on anyone. No, you, we know what we smelled like. <laughs> In an office environment, it's not good. Uh, would I have the other Jonases? 
So there's Joe, who's the swarthy, beardy yeah, one. Yeah, but I don't really have an image in my mind of the third one. Kevin. Kevin is the um, the busted asshole of Jonas's. <laughs> he's the... <laughs> that was my the... name in high school. <laughs> he's like... Um, how can I describe... He's like the other Hemsworth. Oh, yes. the, the Hemsworth that does the Specsaver ads. No, no, that's one of the good ones. Oh! There's the other one that's in Westworld. That's <laughs> All right, just, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is the There's a thing third about Hemsworth. Is I can Google. Okay, so first off, I'm Googling Westworld Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> the third Hemsworth. The third Hemsworth. <laughs> There's a third yeah, Hemsworth. Yeah, he's, he's a bit wrong, isn't he? Yeah, he's too small. Yeah. Like, the other the other two are gigantically tall. Oh, my fucking God. He's like a foot shorter than the other ones. Yes. He's like a he's like a, a rejected Hemsworth and, that came with bargain bin Hemsworth. And he's got, like, a slightly rude head. Like, there's a little bit too much Wally Lewis in the mix. You know what he looks like? He looks like the puppet of Matt Damon from Team America <laughs> yes, World he Police. Does. He does. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. Like, oh, yes, look, he's not very good looking. I look like fucking Harry Dean Stanton with a hangover. (laughs) I knew we shouldn't have done this with the cameras on. It would have been so much easier to pretend we were a (laughs) child. Do you know what I mean? While judging Jonas's. (laughs) Oh, my Jesus Christ. I look like fucking, you know, someone has stubbed out a Finn brother in an ashtray. Right, and here I am brother. passing judgment oh. on a Hemsworth. But he really looks like he looks like he looks like his younger brother is a PE teacher. Yes. He was oh my god, one of my favourite jokes ever. Do you remember Penny Tangy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The delightful Penny Tangy. So she's one of our verifiers at uh Hard Quiz. Mm. And she always just like she'll just write these gloriously hilarious notes just in in her verifications. So I had her verify around on clarinets and Lucy Shaw, the writer. What, what does verify kind of, clarinets mean? What exactly does that mean? So clarinet, clarinets is a topic on hard quiz. Someone came in with the expert topic clarinets. Wow. So I got Lucy Shaw to write a whole bunch of questions about clarinets. And one of them the I said. Gold Logie award winning television. Yeah, about clarinets. Um, and I was like, Lucy, I need a question. This is this is my job as a senior writer. Like, she's written all these amazing questions, and I'm like, well, I know better because uh, I'm the boss. Uh, so I've just gone. I want one about a weird clarinet. You know how, like, when you learn the recorder, there's like the weird recorders, and there's like there's normal recorder, then there's big fat recorder, and then there's like other weird, you know, you know like there's that weird half a half a saxophone that Kenny G plays. You know, like those there's those weird instruments that. Don't look like all the other instruments. Yeah, I, I, I said, want to know about the organic, the organic recorder, the, the organic yeah. clarinet. <laughs> no, but there's like a, you know, there's a, there's a range of them. There's a family. Yeah, sure. There's big and small. Sure. And I said I want a, a weird clarinet question. So she wrote one about the A flat clarinet, which is like this tiny little thing. It's about the size of a, a champagne piccolo, like a tiny little clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! Don't try and don't. Oh well, you know, if you don't know what an A flat clarinet is, it's about the size of a champagne piccolo, which is also about <laughs> the size of an orchi guitar, which is also about the size of a Chobani violin, which is also it's about, about the <laughs> it's about the size of a recorder. It's tiny. Right, it's okay. a tiny little nothing clarinet. Never and like so the one of the because the verifi- verifiers have to basically verify. All of the facts. So, because Lucy had written in the question, 
it's uh, the A flat clarinet is not used very often. Uh, so Penny has to verify that in case Tom says it out loud because we're on the ABC. You're not allowed to broadcast anything as a fact that turns out not to be a fact because we've got a whole news department that relies on that. You know, and you'll get sued <laughs> by big clarinet. No, <laughs> yeah. So Penny's verified. She's got yes. It is a small clarinet. Uh, it's not used very often. It's the <laughs> it's the Luke Hemsworth of clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I lost my mind, and then she had, <laughs> and then she had included a photo of them all together, <laughs> so you could see just how small he was compared to the other two. Uh, look, I know we're on radio, but I am absolutely sharing my screen. Is it? Is it? Is it this photo? Am I sharing my screen properly? <laughs> Yes, is it that are. photo? Um, it, it's the one in the middle, down the bottom, where he's in between them. But yes, <laughs> from that. <laughs> that is amazing. I know. Look at him. He, he comes up to the other one's ear. <laughs> that poor little bitch. I know. That that poor fucker. I love the third Hemsworth. <laughs> But, but, like, I really love the third sibling. Like, I love Brendan Minogue for the same reason. Oh, Brendan Minogue. God bless him. Oh, lo- lucky Daddo. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, ha- so, so, have you so found would, Kevin so, Jonas? So, so, for the record... No, mm. I would not. Ne- never. He wasn't even in the in the thing, but I guess now he is. Now he is. <laughs> He's been drafted. He's been drafted into Woodyer. Do you know what? <laughs> never fuck a short guy who thinks he's taller. <laughs> don't do it. Oh no, that puts Paul Rudd out. No, I can't say no. No, he Paul doesn't Rudd. think he's taller. He he thinks he's exactly the height he is. This unit clearly thinks he's grown up. With these two skyscrapers, right? Patronus <laughs> over here. So he thinks he's every bit as tall as them. He's never had a, a contrasting experience, which means he is going to act like he is like God's special delivery to you. And he's going to take his, his pants off and you're going to be like, wow, it's like a penis only smaller. And he's going to freak the fuck out. Forget it. He is the kind of guy who deliberately goes out with girls slightly shorter and uglier than he is so that they won't believe their luck. Right. So, no, I, yeah. I would not. Yeah. Now. But what about what about Kevin Jonas? Kevin Jonas. Now, I can't really place him. Well, just look up Kevin Jonas. all the Jonases. You can still see my screen, right? Yeah. Okay, Kevin Jonas. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Immediate reaction when you first oh. saw Kevin Jonas. He he looks <laughs> he looks like someone who does summer fill in on Triple J and had a three star <laughs> show at Sydney Fringe. <laughs> You've got to look at all three of them together. Oh, there they are all together. Like, why the fuck would you? <laughs> like that that is like saying out of the menu of steak, lobster, and mostly thawed fish fingers. <laughs> 
Would you like some fish fingers? Oh, man. No, I, I would not. I would not. No. I would absolutely not. I don't even know if I'd do Joe, to be honest. He looks... He's too groomed. No, I like, would. I would. I would. Still? Oh. Yeah. Ab- I, I guess because Nick is such a holy grail of hotness that I feel like it makes Joe bland and certainly makes Kevin look like a busted asshole. <laughs> Kev- Kevin is like... Like it, he he looks like the like the where are they now Jonas has been. <laughs> like there's something really Corey Feldman going on there, you know? Like oh, Corey, poor Corey. Um, but jo- but Joe Jonas, like you are incorrect to compare him to Nick. Like you you just can't compete, you know. No, no one can compete. Like I, I, I wish everyone was Nick Jonas, you know. But yeah, but only Nick Jonas is Joe. I think would um, he would do in a pinch. <laughs> he, he would be, look. I think if you gave him permission to shine, if you if you paid Joe a bit of attention and just said, like, what what is it, Joe? What what is it? Like. He's always poor Joe is always like like inserting himself into situations where he's just not good enough. Like like isn't his wife someone ridiculously attractive? And then he was on The Voice, and it's like, well, now you're gonna make me compare you to like Keith Urban and Seal, <laughs> and, <laughs> and now and then we get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's we get the other Jonas. <laughs> that's what I feel. If you just like um. If you just like gave him permission to shine, then you would be overwhelmed mm. with the response. If if you just like he's constantly comparing himself to all these other superlatives, yeah, as like a solid B grade effort. If you just said, "What is it, Joe? Is it like are you a furry? Is that what it is? Are you a furry? <laughs> Do you want me to put on one of those crocodile? Is that what it is? Do you want me to put on one of those crocodile onesies? You know." I just feel like he would embrace you in a veil of tears and just say, yes, yes, that, that is what I want. That is what I want. I'm so sick of having to do fucking push-ups all the time. <laughs> when all I want to do is get inside this Linux penguin onesie and just, and just be me. Like I feel like you'd be overwhelmed by the response. Okay, the Linux penguin onesie. Is that something you have in the house, Toby? No. Is that no. is that one of Peter's what? things that he does? Why would you say that? Why would you bring that well, up? I don't know why. Well, you <laughs> Lol, you're I don't so know funny, why Adam. the penguin onesie had to be for open source coding all of a sudden. Oh, oh gosh, I don't know. Jeez, I can't hear you. I think the NBNs. <laughs> okay, it's not the sheets with the hole cut in the mushroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey Pete, Don't look at is me. it time for a special trip to Phillip Island? If you know what I mean. <laughs> do you want me to do my parade? <laughs> I, I love the idea that um, that Pete's, Pete and my sex life will be determined by a weird fetish around software mascots. <laughs> Which one of you gets to wear the red hat? <laughs> like, I'm more of a Sonic Hedgehog myself. <laughs> um, 
but but also shit software mascots like you know. know yeah i'm the firefox porcupine uh <laughs> i think it's a fox oh but of course it's a fox because it's like, <laughs> in the fucking name good one toby good one the firefox porcupine <laughs> that's such a lawn a moment isn't it oh you know the the firefox you know porcupine <laughs> Look, oh in fairness, God. Wes couldn't be here tonight, so someone has to... <laughs> someone has to be the idiot. <laughs> someone has to do the heavy lifting. Oh, there's dust in here. Jesus, it's bloody insufferable. Talk poofy to me. Oh, thank you, Toby. This has been a delight. Uh, there may be more next time. Yeah, there may be more. Who knows? Who knows? I, I don't think we can tell, Adam, because we are living, after all, in unprecedented times. Oh, shut up. Good? We are good. We are good as we're ever going to be, which is not very good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's just uh, embrace mediocrity. Yes. yes. Talk poofy to me.